Good morning, everybody. We have a lower trade in the grain markets here early on Monday morning. It is 6.30 a.m. Central Time. July corn futures down 8.5 cents at 7.23 and 3 quarters. December corn is down 14 and 3 quarters at 6.21 and 3 quarters. July soybeans down 8 cents at 15.81 and 3 quarters. November beans are down 11 and 3 quarters at 14.21 and 3 quarters. July Chicago wheat is down 16 and a half cents at 7.45 and a quarter. July Kansas City wheat down 14 and 3 quarters at 722. If you guys are listening on the podcast, as always, thank you for joining me. Thank you for listening every day. Really appreciate it. Leave me some feedback. Leave me a review if you have not already. If you are watching on YouTube, uh, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Make sure you hit the like button. I would really appreciate it if you did. It would help YouTube to spread these videos out a little bit. If you need some additional assistance from me, um, as always, you can go to my website. It is www.standardgrain.com. Go to that website, click on Grain Marketing Plan here in the upper right-hand corner for $49 a month. I offer a subscription service. It includes my morning email, which goes out every business day at 6.30 a.m. Central Time. All sorts of overnight headlines, charts, graphics, uh, grain marketing recommendations, things regarding uh, spreads, capturing carry, option strategies, all that stuff included. Uh, there's a text message service. I'm now doing subscriber-only videos and content that I've discussed at length here. I did one regarding the 2022 corn and soybean marketing situation uh, on Friday, and I sent that out Friday and again uh, this morning. So if you're interested in some more grain marketing related material, certainly check out that subscription service. Would really appreciate that. To uh, get into some of the headlines this morning, uh, I still think the Brazilian weather story is a big deal here. And the forecasts look maybe slightly better this morning, but still very dry for most key corn and soybean growing areas. Some southern areas and far northern areas will see a little bit of relief the next week to 10 days, maybe a little bit more in the extended forecast. But overall, I mean, you've still got a situation where a good 70% of that country's second corn crop and, and larger corn crop is in some stage of drought and it's getting worse. We're in a key period here in regard to reproduction in regard to the corn's crop corn crops maturity so this continues to be a big deal and i know the market's a little bit lower this morning but i think that this has been one of the biggest drivers of corn prices here over the short term a cyber attack has shut down the largest u.s fuel pipeline the colonial pipeline uh, was the victim of a cyber attack late last week and is shut down for the fourth consecutive day today. I believe the White House declared a state of emergency here. Uh, the U.S. government and pipeline operators are working today to secure the network. This is uh, being called one of the most destructive, if not the most destructive, cyber attacks on U.S. infrastructure in history. It may very well result in gasoline disruptions um, to the East Coast and to the Southeast. It's something that could probably affect the entire nation if it's not resolved ultimately. Uh, the pipeline runs from the Gulf Coast through the South, the Southeast to the New York Harbor area. Um, it's responsible for a lot of oil uh, and gasoline being moved. So this, I'm surprised this is not a bigger story, honestly. I saw it mentioned in the news a couple times over the weekend, but this is a big deal and uh, should be monitored, certainly. And you may ask yourself, how does this relate to the ag markets, Joe? Well, if you don't have gasoline or diesel or whatever. Uh, you're not doing a whole lot of farming. So I think that, I think that this is important uh, to pretty much everybody. Uh, China made a large uh, purchase of U.S. new crop corn on Friday. USDA reported that Chinese buyers booked 1.36 million metric tons. It's about 54 million bushels of corn for uh, new crop delivery. It's a 21-22 marketing year. Questions remain regarding what sort of demand China will have 
for uh, corn and soybeans out of the U.S. in particular come next year. I believe it was the USDA office in China uh, that recently estimated 21-22 corn imports at like 15 million metric tons. And the number this year that they're projecting is 24. It may end up being higher. So I believe that that most recent estimate suggested that we'd see uh, a sharply lower number versus this year. Now, that doesn't have to be reality. And China's already got uh, some new crop corn on the book. So this is that that's a big big wild card moving forward. I mean, is, is China back for the same sort of quantities next year, or is this a, a different deal? Now, China did say that its corn production will rise by 4.3% this year. Um, the government uh, estimates that acreage will rise about 3% or more. Um, soybean acreage is going to decline. So they're looking for bigger corn production in China. But again, I don't know how reliable those government statistics are. USDA will release its weekly crop progress report this afternoon. Traders expect corn planting, I think, like 65 to 70% complete. 46% was the number last week. Soybeans should be closer to 40% complete from 24 last week. Spring wheat, uh, 67 versus 49 last week. So we'll see some, some jumps here. The U.S. stock market continues to surge. The S&P 500 posted a fresh all-time high close on Friday. Uh, the Dow put... The Dow posted a fresh all-time high close on Friday, and this was all despite a terrible jobs report. The U.S. added only 266,000 jobs in April. The trade was looking for a number near 1 million, so we missed that by an enormous margin. Unemployment rose to 6.1% versus expectations near 5.8%. So despite just a garbage jobs report, um, the S&P and the Dow posted record high closes. Um uh, companies, businesses are having trouble finding labor. I, I believe that the stimulus and, and the massive unemployment benefits uh, related to COVID have something to do with that. I'm sure there are other factors at play here. This is kind of being a, it's a topic that's being debated. USDA will release its May crop production and WASDE report on Wednesday. This will, of course, include our first look at the new crop balance sheets for um, uh, corn and soybeans. And, and I think that's probably what the trade is interested in to some extent. But I mean, this report has a lot in it because you're going to see adjustments to the old crop situation. You're going to see adjustments to well, you're going to see your initial new crop situation, which you've got to take with a grain of salt. As, as we know from last year, the government was was way off in its projections because of a number of, of different things that eventually happened. But um, that's 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 a big report on Wednesday. I'll talk a little bit more about it tomorrow and again Wednesday morning. Friday is last trading day for May grain futures. Be sure to examine any remaining open positions that you may have there. The outside markets uh, this morning, uh, I'll talk about cattle for a second here. Cash cattle was like kind of the same, 119 last week. The box beef market was mixed on Friday. Uh, in the outside markets, the uh, S&P's up two, the Dow's up 110. Uh, precious metals are a little bit higher here. Uh, U.S. dollar's a little bit lower. Crude oil is up 57 cents, 65.47. Uh, the bonds are mixed. Everybody have a uh, wonderful day today. I'll talk to you same time tomorrow morning.